0: From the Varkey Foundation, it's old school. The skills that made us and how they're changing. Hi everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Nicholas Peirceau, and today we're looking at the hard skills that power innovation and inspiration. My guest today is an automotive systems teacher from Rome whose passion for design has inspired his students to invent practical solutions to everyday problems. Now that includes everything from building robots to pick up trash, To inventing safer motorcycle helmets. Uh, Today he teaches at Enrico Fermi Industrial Technical Institute in Rome and his work has also been recognized internationally with uh, several Best Teacher Awards and a Top Teacher Lifetime Achievement Award. I am delighted to introduce Leonardo Durante. Leonardo, you are known for teaching students to come up with creative solutions to practical problems. How do you and your students come up with these ideas How do you approach the design phase? The process of creation arises precisely from
1: the problems, from the needs that we have every day. Uh, As you know, um, I'm a motorcyclist uh, myself, and I think safety is important. In this way, uh, we uh, made the helmet many years ago or increased the safety. Uh, Also, the shopping cart. We made the shopping cart because We always um, saw the people that are struggling uh, to carry their daily shopping. When we start a problem, we always start from a a brainstorming, brainstorming, see the needs and try to find new solution. Um, I teach robotics. In this way, my uh, projects are always very technology. From the idea slowly, with a closer to the construction of a new prototype, um, sometimes uh, it takes us a very long time because uh, it is not uh, always uh, easy to try uh, a, um, a low-expensive way to to make this kind of prototype, and uh, this process is. Uh, good for us because uh, I always generally generally divide the task just little uh, little piece uh, from everyone. As um, like a startup, there is a CEO, there's a very managers from production, marketing, communication, uh, human resources uh, and so on, just like a real uh, real company.
0: So you, you described it as a company, and we were talking before the recording started about this collaborative process. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Do all of your students have a say in which project gets taken up?
1: Uh, the process is is not very uh, easy to to start because uh, um, they always uh, want to uh, create. A, uh, something as very, uh, very strange for us, for, for example, a teletransport, <laughs> they're always very innovative, uh, but, you know, it's not always so easy uh try to, to make new inventions.
0: You are a big believer in learning by doing, in making things with your hands. And I guess one of the things that makes your work so special is that you encourage big ideas and creativity, but you also ensure that your students know what it takes to put the, bring these ideas into the real world. Can you talk about why making things with your hands is such an important process? I'm a, a very a strong supporter of this method,
1: because students uh, learn much, uh, much more easily uh, than a frontal lesson. Uh, uh, when I presented them uh, concrete problems and situation, uh, we uh, start and uh, uh, after a couple of weeks, they finished everything. For example, uh, I'm uh, also a supporter of Hackathon. Hackathon uh, um, is a, a very new kind of uh, challenger and uh, very creative innovation. Uh, just a couple of weeks, we made an acronym with other students from Spain and they were uh, very uh, all creative and in, uh, innovative. Uh, this is my key words. yes, innovation. Uh, if you leave the students free to create, I'm sure they will study in much more effective than the traditional
0: lessons. And is it very different to the way that you were taught when you were at school? Was creativity and innovation and doing things with your hands? encouraged when, when you were at school? Or is this sort of a, a new generation of, of teachers doing it in a slightly different way? I think that new generation can create
1: the future that uh, uh, we, we haven't now. And uh, innovation, uh, hackathon, or, or learning by doing methods, I think that is very key. Uh, is the key for uh, try to invent a new future.
0: And uh, how you talked about the, the inventions that you and your class have produced over the years, from motorcycle helmets to shopping trolleys, and you talked about apps as well. Uh, how has the technology changed over the years? Are you looking more at digital technology now? Is it more about how you operationalize smartphones and other kind of forms of technology? Uh, how are the skills that you need changing as the tech changes.
1: Uh, technology, uh, as you know, uh, change uh, every day. Uh, change for for me, of course, for my uh, for my methods, and change for for my students too. Uh, I think that uh, uh, when I um, I say to my student, yes, you can use your mobile phone. Uh, for study, for research, uh, for your uh, gamification, for your simulation, is a very good way for uh, uh, for use the kind of device in a, a very innovative way. But uh, uh, I, I think that uh, is not always in this way. Uh, the key word is innovation. Uh, consequently, uh, in my cell, in my uh, job, I have but to innovation, too. Uh, When I try to explain in my podcast, in my social, uh, how we can uh, use uh, our technology, uh, my students always uh, ask to me, uh, teacher, uh, but uh, there is a very lot of information. Um, This is a problem for my students and also for, for us, for the teachers, because uh, uh, it's not very easy to try to understand this a very huge uh, amount of, the, of information. So our uh, devices uh, can, um, can help us also for uh, uh, this kind of trouble.
0: How are you going about preparing your students for the world of work? I mean, I know that many of your students have gone on to p- pursue work in the sciences, as well as electronics and automations and telecoms. What are the skills that they're learning in your classroom that let them go on to excel in these fields?
1: The methodology, as we say, the learning by doing, uh, prepays my students uh, uh, a lot for the world of work. Uh, when I divided their text. Is always as like a company, uh, as you know, in a, in an industry. Industry uh, there is always a re- human resources that uh, uh, asks to us uh, how we can do for for this kind of uh, of industry. In uh, this way, I think that uh, learning by doing kind of helps for prepare the students for the real world. Uh, Many uh, prestigious telecommunication research and photonic companies uh, have uh, hired my students. If you uh, study in a different way, uh, using your brain, using uh, your brain for solving the problems, uh, I said that uh, you can find a very good job.
0: And it's interesting because you're not just teaching your students about the practical skills, you're also teaching them creativity innovation, teamwork, those higher order skills, which we find are more and more in demand with employers. Is that something you think is important as well? Um, When I say to you, I love hackathons. There are challenges
1: that uh, uh, the students are forced to design, build a solution uh, just in a couple of days. Uh, They're very stimulating and exciting uh, uh, challenger. In this challenger, you can win money. Uh, or other prices, uh, such as l- high-level courses, Hackathons are often reserved for adult college students. And uh, it's like a bit, la- uh, uh, but but uh, uh, it's la- uh, it's a bit like uh, a real life. You never know what the future holds for you. It's up to you to solve the problem and uh, no one else. That's why my students grow up so well and so fast.
0: What? was it about hackathons that attracted you did you discover them as a student yourself or was it something that as a teacher you came across and you thought this is perfect this will teach my students how to compete internationally
1: Uh, i discovered hackathon um, many years ago uh unluckily i'm not a student but i am a teacher and uh, I think that the hackathon is a very good way for uh, starting a new kind of process in your mind, because you are always very few time for uh, create for a project uh, a, a new uh, solution from the real life, and I think is a very good method.
0: And what what makes teams succeed in hackathons? Because it's not just the skills, right? It's about how you work together as a team. How do you teach students to succeed in a hackathon? That's a really interesting question. I hadn't thought about before.
1: Um, I, I'm try every day to make a hackathon. Uh, when um, when I teach uh, at school, uh, I'm trying to. Uh, uh, I don't know how, how I can say to you. Um, if uh, uh, we have, uh, for example, a problem, uh, I have to connect uh, my domotic house with uh, uh, Arduino Cloud, for example. So uh, I teach in a very simple way, and uh, I give uh, give uh, to my students just a couple of hours for say, OK, this is the problem. You have everything that you want, resources, devices, uh, Uh, for uh, try a new kind of solution this is a very this is the old solution okay it's work but you have to try a new kind of solution this is a very
0: creative way i suppose is it difficult to get students to think differently about problems do they all do they all always want to do the same thing and you have to encourage them to to break the rules, how do, you, how do you do that? No, it's
1: not difficult. Uh, the students, the uh, the young people uh, are very creative, and uh, especially in technology. And uh, sometimes uh propose to me uh, a new kind of solution that uh, I never think uh, to um, put in uh, that project. <laughs>
0: you are a you know you're a technologist you love robotics and in finding if this is right technical solutions to practical challenges uh, there's so much new technology around now i wanted to get your expert opinion what do you think is going to make the biggest difference to our lives over the next 5 10 years do you think robotics is going to make a big leap forward do you think it's going to be artificial intelligence I know this is a big question, but since I had you on the show, I, I had to ask because I'm really fascinated by this.
1: Uh, I'm not a magician. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know uh, how uh, that will happen in a in a few years. Uh, uh, I, I, think, uh, I think that, uh, for example, artificial intelligence can uh, help us to solve many kind of problems. When I was when I was younger. Um, and uh, um, some, somebody uh, create, make uh, the calculator, you know, a very hot calculator. And uh, my mathematics, math teacher said, please don't use a calculator. Of course, everybody uses calculator, but calculator is not the, uh, uh, the solution for every problem. In this way, also, for example, artificial intelligence can help us to solve the problems, but not uh, every problem. We have a a brain. We are creative, more than artificial intelligence, uh,
0: I propose. That's an interesting point, because the new generation of chatbots can provide us with Instantaneous. I encourage. I encourage, him to use. Yeah. I encourage him to use. to use it. Yeah. Ah, so we couldn't so uh, because some, some teachers say like we should ban them completely in school. Absolutely.
1: Of, no. absolutely. No. Absolutely. If uh, if you have a problem, if you have to make a code for uh, solve uh, an app, you can use uh, ChatGPT, of course. But uh, you have to understand. Wherever you want, wherever you use a study in, this, in that moment, you
0: can copy the code. Why not? But uh, do you understand it? If you understand it, okay. That's that's an interesting point because some people look again. I'm I'm perhaps taking the most uh, absurd part of this argument, but some people are now saying, "What's the point of learning to code or learning to come up with new ideas? Because I can just ask this." Artificial intelligence and it will provide me with the code perfectly. Do do students now really need to learn to to code and to do all of these hard things? Is that still going to be important in the next generation?
1: Yes, I think that is very important for uh, a new generation. Use this kind of methods uh, is not uh, uh, we can't uh, limit uh, the, the methods for uh, for teach. Uh, I think that uh, also intelligent uh, intelligent artificial can
0: help us, our work, yeah. Because it's, I think the one thing about AI is that it's easy, it's too easy. And sometimes it, it seems to me that the point of teaching is to challenge students, that actually you learn by doing, but also by failing. And by struggling with issues and ideas and uh, that failure and struggle can be the greatest teacher of all. And if we can simply ask a a chat bot and it comes up with an instantaneous answer, we don't learn anything. So actually the process of struggling, of coming to grips with an idea and making it work, that that, I, I wonder, is that for you the whole point? Or am I Listen, missing something?
1: If you, uh, but if you uh, uh, write something to chat GPT, you have to uh, uh, ask in a, uh uh the, the question and uh the right question. So it's not very easy use chat GPT or AI. If you have any problems, if you need some parts of code, you have to write in uh, um, also in a creative way to solve your problem. So I think that uh, can help, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, You must uh, look back and and think of all the things that you've built with your students. Is there a a favorite project that you worked on? You know, from the motorcycle helmet, to the robot that picked up trash, to the shopping cart for the elderly and disabled people. Was there a particular project that you look back and you think that was my my favorite uh project no the next one the next one that's a that's a very engineering answer there's always the next there's always the next one
1: <laughs> the next one yes <laughs> uh, we we'll see uh this is the uh the uh, the when i when i teach uh, I don't know uh, uh, where I teach uh, next uh, the next day. So uh, help me to teach in a, a very happy way. It's not uh, uh, noise. Uh, stay in the class with me. <laughs> I'm uh, just a little crazy.
0: <laughs> but that's that's nice. Waking up and having a new challenge every day and a new idea. That must be very. Invigorating is that something that you'd recommend to other teachers who might be listening to think of new it's ideas. Not it's not easy. Yeah. It's not
1: easy because you have to spend a lot of time. Of your, uh, also, when uh, you stay at home for uh, try to create uh, also or new our kind of innovation, it's not easy. Uh, Uh, um, I uh, sleep uh, uh, very few hours every day. And uh, so I have enough time for (laughs) creator.
0: One of the great challenges we've had over the last couple of years was, of course, COVID-19. And I I think that affected all of education. But I think it particularly affected teachers who worked uh, in vocational education and in know teaching technology because it required those are subjects that require students to literally come into a workshop and pick things apart. What what can you talk a little bit about the impact that it had on you and your students?
1: Uh, COVID uh, 19 was really difficult for us because uh, um it can't permit to work uh, in a laboratory but uh I'm um I'm prepared for this. Because uh, I use uh, m- m- many times uh, software for simulated this kind of process. So it's not w- the same way, of course, because uh, uh, we can't create for a couple of years. But uh, um, the, that time, uh, it was really um, uh, interesting for us because uh, we create. Uh, uh, many apps, and uh, we create, uh, uh, we're, we solve many hackathons online. Also, when uh, my
0: students uh, stay sick. Yes, yes, COVID help us. That's an interesting perspective. So you were able to keep going because you could shift a lot of this work online, and uh, what what kind of apps were you producing? Was it stuff particularly to do with the pandemic to address social problems during the pandemic or was it more general applications?
1: No, we made uh, an application for uh, solve the uh, uh, a process for uh, locate the column or for recharge the cars. Uh, We made an hackathon and we
0: won the hackathon. That's amazing. No, that, that that's uh, you must have been incredibly proud. A particularly difficult moment for you and your students. Um, they they,
1: uh, they were happy, uh, also in the cover time, because uh, we create uh, um, every day, and um, we spent our time in a in very happy way. Yeah, also in COVID time. I was alone here. And uh, every day I stay with my students, with my laptop, every day, every day.
0: You've used this word yeah, again and again and again in our conversation. And I've spoken to, to so many experts and teachers in the world of education, and I so rarely hear it, but the word you use is, is create. And that seems to be so fundamental to the work that you do, that you come in and you you create something, something new that didn't exist before the day started and that must be uh it must be a wonderful feeling to walk away at the end of the project thinking we had this idea we built it and now it's gone out into the world and it's changing it's changing lives can you talk a little bit about the impact that your projects have had on the students and on your community the impact is very deep was really deep
1: uh, because uh, we um we present uh, we show this kind of app of a project in a manifestation or a workshop, uh, and uh, put my uh, students in this kind of uh, mani- workshop, and then they were uh, the only students, and the other was a researcher, an adult uh, a CEO project manager. Uh, they, um, uh, facilitate the, the grow up of these students. Also the, for example, the shopping cart, we won a uh, three competition also for, uh, uh for the spot so we make, uh, uh we, 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 that we made and uh, we put on a uh, YouTube channel, uh, and, uh, when uh, we, uh, Show the shopping card in manifestation. The ladies uh, and uh, the um, the other adults uh, ask to us, uh, please, please, please. Can I buy it? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's a perfect solution for uh, carrying my uh, my shop every day, and also for the helmet. For the when uh, when we we made the 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 helmet uh many people ask to us can i buy it uh but uh, uh my students once don't want to buy it, don't, don't want to sell it uh because yeah uh, it's like a creature you you
0: don't want to separate it <laughs> <laughs> But you've given them ownership of an idea and inspiration uh, to create. And that's absolutely wonderful. Um, I'm conscious of of your time and I'm very grateful to you for talking to me today. Um, thank you. Leonardo, thank, thank you, you so much for, for coming on the show. And uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, as we continue to connect and in the next few weeks, hearing more about your work. But Leonardo, thank you very, very much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Nicolas, for inviting me. Thank you to everybody for the time that you spent with uh, with us. Um, just uh, um, one word, uh, please, be innovative, always. That,
0: that, be innovative. That's a wonderful uh, sentiment to, to end the show with. Leonardo, thank you very much for, for joining us today. And uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning into this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please do leave us a great review uh, wherever you've heard it. And please join us next week for another fantastic discussion. Uh, Leonardo, have a great day. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Old School is produced by the Barkey Foundation, a global education charity working to ensure that every child has a good teacher. Please join us next week for another inspirational story.